Hello there, welcome back to Adrenaline. I am your host as always, Neil Helligers, and this is Overleaper. We are getting very close to the end here, just a couple episodes left and things are still heating up. And we also finally had this moment, and this is my favorite, um, whenever there's doppelgangers involved, it's my favorite interaction where someone meets the person, then they meet their doppelganger, then they see the person again, and that you have to convince them that you're not the doppelganger, you're the real one. So to that end, I recommend that everyone, and I do this, uh, this is just my personal thing, uh, just in case, right? Um, set up with everyone that you know well, like a password or a code word that you can say in that moment, and they will definitely know that you are not the doppelganger. Like, for example, I could say to a good friend, here's a word from our sponsor. Hello, I wanted to take a moment to thank you for listening and also to explain why you might hear ads like this before, during, or even after an episode. We're a small but mighty team here at Realm, and to help fund our shows, we promote products or services that we think you'd enjoy from a variety of sponsors. If any of our ads interest you, one of the best ways to support us is by visiting the link or using the promo code in the ad. It's pretty much a win-win since you can get some great deals and we can keep making awesome shows like this one. You can also visit realm.fm slash partners for more information about our sponsors and how to access the different promotions. Thanks again for joining us in our corner of the universe. Listen away. I want to take a second to tell you about a podcast I think you'll really like, Mayday. No one is prepared for disaster. No one knows exactly how they'll react in a plane crash, an earthquake, or when a lone gunman decides to open fire. On May Day, you'll hear about the people who had to find out, people whose stories deserve to be heard. Join hosts Maya Nalani and Luke Welland as they tell you about extraordinary people who found themselves in extraordinary circumstances. Listen to May Day wherever you get your podcasts. I mean, I'm, I'm kind of joking. That could be an example of a password code phrase I could use to establish myself because it is something that I, I, I like say. And now I'm worried that that's like, is that my is that my catchphrase as a host of Adrenaline? Uh, I, I really hope not. Um, I'm going to come up with a better catchphrase uh, by the next show, I promise you. And in any case, here is Overleaper episode eight. Enjoy. Outside the ice cream shop, Riverdale Park, Maryland. I suspected she'd be here, that she'd take my daughter for ice cream, because it's what I would have done. But suspecting and seeing are two different things. Peter and I rush through the parking lot. Through the windows, I see her crawling across the red-washed floor. Lydia is there, huddling under a table, arms around her knees, more than anything, I need to get to her, to squeeze her until she stops shaking, to protect her. And then, I need to destroy the bitch who stole my life. I watch Overleaper Audrey search through the pockets of one of the three prone figures around her. The man is conscious, but he doesn't resist. I kick the door open, Peter right behind me. Overleaper Audrey has found what she was looking for, a handcuff key. She unlocks the manacle on her wrist. I move closer, ready to engage. But then, but then she looks at me, and it happens. Our minds touch. 
I'm about to pass out, but then... I see... I see her past, my past, everything about her, everything that separates us. The ice cream shop disappears in a blink of white. A new place shimmers around me. A place I know, but have never been. I'm in a Soviskin lab, a few moments before she entered the portal into my dimension. The room is tight and full of equipment. Most of it is fairly unremarkable. Then, there's the quantum entangler itself, designed by a Soviskin engineer who died bringing the plans to my dimension. It's marvelous and immense, 20 feet tall. People line the walls, physicists, military men, my handlers, the SVS agents. This is their project here under the Saviskin-controlled mountain of the Safed Quares. And then there's me, the lady of the hour, the last person to go through on this mission. Are you ready, number five? The chief scientist speaks Saviskin, which I'm learning slowly. I understand well enough to nod in response. Good. Ten seconds. Proceed to Bose-Einstein condensation. The room cools quickly tumbling 10 degrees in an instant as the atomic gases swirl in the quantum entangler. Eight seconds. The room gets even icier, and a strange peace settles in. A peace I haven't known since Lydia died. Six seconds. I'm going through, and I'm going to avenge her. It might be a different version of the man who killed my daughter, but it's still him. And he still did it in his dimension. He has it coming. Four seconds, beginning dynamic vortex pulsation. The chief scientist's breath comes out in a cold vapor. He hits a little red button, then steps back involuntarily. They all shy away. The military men, the scientists, everyone. Everyone but me. Two ultraviolet laser beams shoot down on the metallic resin panel, forging a white line. How long will I be stuck in the limbo between worlds? Hours, like they say? Will I feel her? Will my training hold up? Will I push her away? Two seconds! The white line grows wider, beginning as a slash, then growing into a portal. The portal. The Shaska Sansa. It means the cup of the sun. And now I see why. It is beautiful. Brilliant. Now, number five. It has to be now. I don't hesitate. I'm an assassin now. A defector. An overleaper. I step through. <sighs> I know everything. In the instant our minds touched, things became clearer. I started to see the past, the present, the plot to kill a president. I feel the pain of her, my daughter's death. There's, there's bitterness and there's, there's rage. I see it all. And I know her. Our past collide and our memories join together, separate and 
identifiable, fused together. I can't kill her. Not any more than I could hurt myself. She's me. I bear it all. <sighs> the last 60 weeks of her life, the horror of a child's death. It's not the way. My statement holds everything in it. Not just the assassination plot, but the kidnapping of our daughter, the betrayal of a nation, the idea of killing yourself. Overleaper Audrey's face sags. I know. Strands of her hair fall from her scalp to the floor. Her skin is gray-hued, eyes sunken. It's not just the fight that's bled the color from her. It's something more permanent. In a blink, the answer comes to me from her memory. It's the jump that did this to her. How long does she have left? A day? Two? It should have been a week. I can feel her inside my head, rooting around. Stop that! She has the good grace to slump apologetically. Her thoughts tell me she's done with taking my daughter. She's done wanting to kill the president. But what if she changes her mind? Mama? I'm so confused. Lydia, my girl is sitting alone in the booth, shaking. Peter's no help. He's frozen in the entryway, jaw slack. I run over and hug her. It's okay, my girl. Everything's gonna be okay now. Yeah, we've got to go. We? They're looking for us now. And there's something more. What's something more? I'm not the only one. There was a whole team from my dimension spread across the Hindu Kush. They were meant to get rid of you if you escaped the mountain. I believe I had the pleasure of meeting one of them. A Marine, Hicks, right? And I'm assuming the others were the ones who tried to down my chopper and fire on Air Force Two. And there's more, stateside. They're here for the president. I don't particularly care for the commander in chief. <laughs> I'd voted against him. And yet that's entirely beside the point. He is the commander in chief. And I have a singular duty to protect this country. We've got to help him. Yep. Overleaper Audrey searches through the gurgling agent's pockets. I've got the keys to the Cadillac. Come on. The ceremony's tonight. Details from her head mix with what I already know. Yes, for the Medal of Honor. For a fire team leader killed in Pakistan. I'd heard the reporters talking about it on Air Force Two. Uh, what the heck is happening? You're not... Uh, you think I would be able to answer that question, but... Uh, How are there two of you? We have to go, Lydia, baby bear. Come on, honey. Be strong and everything will be okay. Okay. Take care of her, Peter. Just... And when the cops come, tell them I'm off to Fort Meade to turn myself in. Okay. But what are you... What do you... We can't explain now, but wish us luck. It could mean anything. 
Good luck in turning ourselves in. Good luck stopping the assassination of a president. I look back once before we leave. Just promise me one more thing, Peter. Whatever you do, don't mention the twin. What? Uh, the twin? What? Oh my God. Mama? Yes, Sonny? Yes? Will I see you again? Yes. No. Could you go a little faster? Not unless you want to get us pulled over. Let me handle the driving. Wow. Me from another dimension is a total bitch. I heard that. Our minds are becoming more entangled. I can hardly tell which thoughts are mine and which are hers anymore. Everything else is beginning to mingle too. The growl of her stomach from hours without food, the ache in her teeth. And I can tell she's exasperated with me and I'm annoyed at her. Quit it, Beach. We've got to work together. Huh. Coming from the woman who threw me in a cell, kidnapped my daughter, and plotted to kill the president. Look, I'm sorry. I thought you didn't have much to live for anymore, that he did the same to your Lydia. He personally gave the order. And though I can't stand the sound of my own voice, especially from her, I can tell she means it. If I'm honest with myself, I know I would have done the same in her shoes. Well, in fact, I, I guess I did. Just keep your eyes on the road. We're looking for the plaza. The Capitol building comes into view. I grip the steering wheel, more wound up than I should be. It's not just the stolen car or being hunted by the cops. It's not even the interdimensional, cold-blooded me in the passenger seat. It's what we're off to do. To stop the assassination of the most powerful human on the planet. It's going to be okay. How? We don't have the name or description of the assassin. We don't even have a way to get into the ceremony. All we have is the intel that the president is going to get killed this evening by another overleaper. And if we try to take that to the police, best case scenario is they'll laugh at us as they book us into DC central detention. You have a plan. Oh, I do and I don't. Not finished yet, but uh, yeah. Mm. There's something in there. I, I can feel it. You know how we're going to get in. The touch of Overleaper Audrey digging through my skull is like cockroaches up my spine. But I can't stop her. She's rooting around into my past couple of days, searching. The Marines killing each other at Safford Quares. The Black Hawk pilots crash landing at Bagram my flight from the wreck. And finally, the rocket-propelled grenade shot at Air Force Two. <laughs> my charade as the flight attendant, serving drinks to the two journalists. A man and a woman with bright red hair. Got the morning off tomorrow. You're at the Plaza on Vermont, right? I can slip by, grab brunch, just the two of us, kill some time before the ceremony. Well, maybe if you stop by early. <laughs> there it is. Okay, also, will you stop ruffling through my mind like that? Sorry. 
But hey, at least we have a plan now. That's... That's not really much of a plan. The Washington Plaza Hotel is just up ahead. It's not much to go on, but those two reporters you saw in Air Force Two might be our best option. I'll grab their press passes and meet you back here. Overleaper Audrey hands me a wad of bills. I hope this does it. Spend it slow. It's all the cash we've got between us. I know you've got nothing. I'll see you in 20. I pocket the cash and head into the lobby of the Plaza Hotel. The Overleaper goes the opposite direction, toward the CVS, a block to the south. Hello, friend. This is Neil Helligers, host of Adrenaline Realms Thriller Channel, and I'm here to talk to you a little bit more about the Greenlight app. And this message is, of course, sponsored by Greenlight, but I was using, our family was using the Greenlight app uh, even before the first ad in a wonderful, thrilling, cosmic coincidence, right? See what I did there? So again, to catch you up, Greenlight is a debit card and a money app that's made for families. Basically, the way it works is that parents can send money to their kids and keep an eye on their kids' spending and saving. And you can see exactly how much money they have in their account, and there's different ways to give them money. What we've been doing is on a, like a weekly allowance, a certain amount that goes into his account every week. So in order to further the conversation about money and about earning, uh, we're using Greenlight as a kind of a foundation for that conversation. Uh, in other words, instead of just the allowance he gets for a certain base things that he's expected to do around the house, uh, we are also adding the chore feature, which is certain one-time payments for certain one-time jobs. For example, in our house, we're trying to encourage our son to start walking the dog more. He's old enough for it, he's responsible enough for it, and he's done it enough that he knows what to do. So he can really see that for all those extra times that he steps up and does the dog walk, he gets rewarded for that job well done. And this is the conversation. In life, when you work a little extra harder, you get a little extra compensation and you can either save that up or spend it how you like. And we're not alone in this. Millions of parents and kids are learning about money on Greenlight. It's a very easy and very convenient way for parents to raise financially smart kids and for families to navigate life together. So sign up for Greenlight today and get your first month free when you go to greenlight.com slash adrenaline. That's greenlight.com slash adrenaline to try Greenlight for free. Greenlight.com slash adrenaline slash 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 slash. So thrilling, right? As a podcast network, our first priority has always been audio and the stories we're able to share with you. But we also sell merch and organizing that was made both possible and easy with Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell and grow at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. They have an all-in-one e-commerce platform and in-person POS system, so wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. With the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. Shopify has allowed us to share something tangible with the podcast community we've built here, selling our beanies, sweatshirts, and mugs to fans of our shows without taking up too much time from all the other work we do to bring you even more great content. And it's not just us. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Shopify is also the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com realm, all lowercase. 
go to shopify.com slash R-E-A-L-M now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash realm. I move toward the solitary concierge behind a tiled reception desk. He's middle-aged, slim. I remind myself to get into character and shrug out of my blazer, so I'm in just a tank top. From now on, I'm not Audrey Beach. I'm... Shit. I need a good name. Something that screams call girl. Good afternoon. His name tag identifies him as Newt Nutkins, duty manager. Hello to you, Mr. Nutkins. Will you be checking in today? Mmm, sort of. Give me the room number for, uh, Hank Masakela. Newt is eyeing me askance now. Not quite sure what to make of what he's saying, though I guarantee I'm not the first sex worker to grace a mid-tier hotel in our nation's capital. I'll call up to Mr. Masakela. Nah, don't do that. You can't call up. His wife might, mm, answer, if you know what I mean. The concierge takes a fresh look at me now. His appraisal makes me squirm, but if I'm going to play the part, I need to lean into it. How about you get me the room next to his? I only need it for an hour. Probably won't even need the whole hour. Oh. <laughs> 60. Now, I'm not great at this game, but I know one thing. The character I'm pretending to be would know what he means. So, I finally figured out her name will be Methany. Methany Pillows. And she's seen a guy like this a hundred times. Hmm, how about 50? 60 and another 200 for the hour, all up front. He's testing me. I can see why. I'm not dressed like the highest-end girl he's seen. He pushes the key card towards me. Now you're sure you put me next to him? Two rooms over, sweetheart. You're in 310. Don't want the missus to hear the activity. So thoughtful. Have a good one. Not as good as you. I can feel Newt's scowl on my back as I head for the stairs, but I don't care. (laughs) Not only do I have a space where I can take care of business for the next hour, but now I've got the approximate location of a journalist's room and the press passes that await within. I take the stairs up to the third floor and beat feet down the hallway toward room 314. The hall is empty, but I play a coy just in case. There's a do not disturb sign dangling from the handle. Exactly what I'd expect if two journalists were inside having their hanky-panky brunch before the ceremony. Oh, what the hell? God damn. A Navy pensioner is in the middle of changing his clothes. Wrong room. Fucking newt. Who the hell are you? Don't touch that, okay? Sorry, mister. In maid service. Maid service? Did you see the sign? Do not disturb. Look, hop in or hop out. At least now I know something I should have considered before. 
My objective is two doors on the other side of 310. Room 306. London, you ready yet? We have an hour before the ceremony. Good. They're heading out. I dart back and slip my keycard out as if to open 310, waiting for their exit. But nothing. I wait, tense, then go back to 306. The door is slightly ajar. Come on, join me, Hank. How about a quick round two? Oh, London. You're the one who said it was worth missing. <laughs> Meet you back in there. Good. With them bandicooting in the bathtub, I'll have the run of the place. I ease the door open. What greets me is a shamble of sheets and clothes strewn about. Fun times. Isn't this better than a Medal of Honor ceremony? <sighs> oh, I forgot the rubber. Shit. I dive behind the bed. It's a rough landing, too loud by half, and I'm sure I'm cooked. Apparently, though, enough blood has left Hank's brain for another part of his body that he isn't thinking clearly, because I hear him rifling through his pants pockets. Cinnamon or cherry flavor? Mmm, bring both. <laughs> Don't turn off that water. I'll be right there. <laughs> Success. The press passes lay half covered by London's rumpled dress. Temporary access to the White House, East Room, special function only. Bingo. Operation Overleaper. Leap Day 3. Inside a CVS. Washington, D.C. I hustle through the aisles of the CVS. My head pounds. Why do they have to make the lights so bright? What I really want is a cigarette right now. My link to the Audrey of this dimension seems to be fading the further we're apart. I can still sense her flirting at the hotel, but it's like the connection has gone fuzzy. Now you're sure you put me next to him? More of my hair falls around me. I taste blood in my mouth. Mm. God damn it. I blink. Aluminum soup cans roll across white tiles, some dented, some spinning. Oh. Oh. Miss, are you okay? I'm fine. I stumble forward. Cosmetics, aisle 11. The good news is I don't need to hold out much longer. I screwed up so much of my life the past year. Now I just want to make things right for the other Audrey. I can hold out until the president of this dimension is safe. Then I can die happy, knowing Lydia and a version of myself are together. My finger scans across the conditioners. There, a box of bright red hair dye, just like London Pickings. Mm-hmm. I love a woman in uniform. I look up. It's a cop. God damn it, what if he recognizes my face from the bulletin out there for me? He freezes as he takes in my fallen cheeks and sunken eyes. Ma'am, uh, are you okay? Yeah, it's uh, allergy season. I smile with bloody teeth as I grab two boxes of the red hair dye. You were saying about a woman in uniform? Uh, 
Jesus Christ. And fuck you, too. So where are y'all from? Our cabbie's eyes flicker up from the road, landing on me through the rearview mirror. Right here in D.C. How nice. Are y'all twins? Wish we weren't. Some days you can't even tell. The truth is, we're looking less and less like the same person. Even though our hair is now dyed an identical shade of copper to look like London picking, overleaper Audrey is slumped in her seat, face white. Oh, I can tell. Which one is older? She came into this world quite a while after I did. Overleaper Audrey summons up the energy to grin at me. Oh, your poor mother. Bless her, long deliveries are the worst. Well, this is as close as I can get. We pull up at the intersection of Pennsylvania Avenue, just outside the guardhouse. Thanks. Keep the change. Thanks. Hey, we're here. We gotta go. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. And I can feel it, too. The regret for what she's done to me, to our daughter, to the country she once loved. Don't sweat it, sister. We're almost there. We've both got the press passes hung around our necks, and the White House guard waves us through the concrete anti-vehicle barricades. The real security will come later. They're gonna kill you, you know. Mm-hmm. They're gonna kill you. Shh. Let's get you inside. Okay, well, um, let's add to Audrey's list of special skills, able to absorb copious amounts of doppelganger's memories without freaking out too much. And, and you know, actually, truth be told, um, there is some in really interesting science to this in terms of quantum mechanics that um, there is a thought that your brain and the, say the brain of the person just to your left in an alternate universe actually has a, a quantum resonance, sort of a, like a connection to each other. And that a lot of times our dreams or some daydreams or idle thoughts we have are actually from uh, from the person uh, just next to us in the parallel universe. So um, now your mind from the episode and from that revelation is slightly more blown than it was before, but there is more. Please join us again next time for the last episode, episode nine of Overleaper. It's been very exciting. I can't wait to hear how it ends. I am Neil Hulligers. I am your host, and I will see you next time on Adrenaline. Be well. No, that's not a catchphrase. Uh, take care. And that's just good advice. Um, uh, adrenalize. No, I'll work on it. You're listening to Adrenaline Overleaper. Created and produced by Realm, your portal to another world. Listen away. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it. Or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. 
and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. Overleaper is a Realm original production, created and written by Sam Bush, produced by Diana M. Foe, Fred Greenhalge, and Haley Wagreich. Additional story production by Nicole Otto and Marco Palmieri. Directed by Fred Greenhalge. Executive produced by Molly Barton, Julian Yap, and Marcy Wiseman. Starring Thora Birch, Yolise Arroyo, Jordan Batiste, Peter Burkrot, Janet Boris, Gilbert Glenn Brown, Hector Luis Bustamante, Chris Cleveland, Ryan Coyle, Stephanie Diaz, Richard Doyle, Kate Elefante, Mark Engelhart, Maricilda Garcia, Anthony Grant, John Capellos, Inte Kim, Chuck Karuklis, Richard McMonagle, Alex Ruiz, Lorenzo Villanueva, Cecily Williams, and Michael Wolner. Sound design and mixing by Rory O'Shea. Original score and composition by Yeroon Kraman. Production manager, Alexis Latshaw. Production coordinator, Angela Yee. Casting by Sunday Bowling and Meg Mormon. Executive in charge for Realm, Mary Asadolahi. Adrenaline is produced by Mary Asadolahi and Haley Wagreich. Associate produced by Nicole Kreuter and Alexis Latshaw. Executive produced by Molly Barton, Julian Yap, and Marcy Wiseman. Hosted by Neil Helligers. Audio editing by Angela Yee. Original theme by Marcus Bagala. Cover art by Kendall Thomas. Find more shows like Adrenaline by following Realm on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or at realm.fm. <laughs>